Hi, this is Mark Brady. I'm the pastor at Anchor Faith Church in Valdosta, Georgia. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. We believe it will bless you and minister to you. I get ready to receive a word from God. Hallelujah. Glad, glad, glad to be here. Praise the Lord. I just, I don't know. I wasn't going to do this because I don't have long. I have to be at Tallahassee Airport tonight. Uh, or at least close to it. Go over here to Philippians 1.19. I'm going to give you something extra. This has nothing to do with the service. But I want to just go ahead. I feel led. I've been wondering about it because how many of you are going to the uh, Kingdom Rise Conference in St. Augustine? Anybody going? Okay, you might hear this again, but I'm going to share a little bit because you're not having your Kingdom Rise Conference this year, but you're welcome to come to Fort Walton Beach. We're having it May 7th through the 10th. I know we have some people that are coming. May 7th through the 10th. You can make that trip. Amen. Sacrifice and go to the beach. Amen. Get you a pontoon and sit out there and get you a 10. Praise the Lord. But in uh, Philippians 1.19, I just want to read it because I was in prayer the other morning. We do 6 a.m. prayer every morning, and this scripture came up in 6 a.m. prayer, and it jumped off the page at me, and I think I'm going to minister it for the next few months. I think it's coming out in a lot of different places, but I'd like for you just to read it. You can highlight it, underline it, do what you do. Amen. But verse 19 says, for I know, say I know, for I know. Amen. It's not, you got it on the screen. I'm in the New King James. For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. Say, I know. I know that this will turn out for my deliverance. Everybody know how this is going to turn out? Everybody know how this is going to turn out? Does everybody know? See, Paul was a faith Paul. He was a faith man, and he said, I know how this is going to turn out. How many of you know in your situation, they give you a bad report, you say, I know, that, I know this is going to turn out. I know how this is going to turn out. It always turns out with me winning, with me on top, not at the bottom, me above and never beneath. We're all, anybody getting tired of winning? Man, I tell you what, I always come out on top. Never, I know this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and your supply of the Spirit. How many of you know there's a supply in the Spirit? And this says right here, if you tap into that supply, I know how this is going to turn out. I know this will turn out. Anybody glad it's going to turn out in your favor? Anybody glad? If you're going through something right now, just say, I know how this turns out. I know how this turns out. I win. Amen. I enjoy winning. Amen. I coached. Uh, my background is coaching. Some of you in here may not know me. I talk real fast, so you might have to get your fast ears on. I got a lot to say, and I don't have long to get, to get it said, so just put your fast ears on and just kind of listen. You don't have to take notes and do all that. I'm not a teacher. Amen. I'm not going to be teaching tonight. I'm a preacher, and it's what I do. I preach and preach and teach and preach. So it's going to be a preaching. Amen. Maybe you'll get a note. Maybe you won't. If not, you can go back and get the CD. Praise God. We're going to talk fast, and we got a whole. We got a lot to do in Valdosta. Valdosta is about to be shaken by the power of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I know how it's going to turn out. I know how this is going to turn out. I know how this meeting is. This isn't a Kingdom Rise conference. It's a regular service. So, like he said, I'm toning it down. We're going to tone this down, way down is what we're going to do, because here's the deal. I grew up drinking a case of beer every day, every day. Lost $70,000 on riverboats, did not grow up in church, did not grow, grew up a heathen, grew up drinking, grew up partying, hiding money in the Bible at my house is what we did. If I had $1,000, Psalms would be a good place for it. Nobody in my house reading the Bible, nobody in my house going to, except one side of my family, they were real religious, uh, high hair, and I'm not going to say what else, but uh, they were, they, you know, they thought they were holy because they didn't wear makeup and they wore dresses to swim in and all of that kind of stuff, which is real stupid. <laughs> you ain't holy because you don't wear makeup. You need to wear makeup. Praise God. <laughs> it's what you need to do. So just saying that to say this, that... Uh, <laughs> 
that I didn't grow up around no church. I didn't get in church. I didn't get in church. I got in Christ. And in Christ, everything changes. Amen. I say it all the time. I'm not a white man. Amen. So don't even look at me and say that white boy can pray. I ain't a white boy. I am a, I'm not a white man. I'm a new man. Amen. I, can, I mean, I was shooting basketball on the internet one day and just m- making every shot, every shot. And somebody said, not bad for a white boy. I said, I take offense to that. Don't be calling me no white man. I am not a white man. I'm a new man in Christ Jesus. I only identify with my new self in Christ. Amen. And if you identify by your skin color, you're all messed up. Amen. And this world needs us today more than ever before. We carry the love of God, the power of God, the joy of the Lord, the peace of God. And how many of you know this world needs some peace? They're messed up bad. This world's getting dumber and dumber and dumber. How many of you hear me? They're getting, I mean, it's jacked up, very messed up. They need the truth because it's the truth that sets the captive free. But in my house, we never went to church. I, I'm, I'm preaching uh, in Texas tomorrow, mainly at a funeral that my, my cousin passed away. And I'm going over there because it's time for me to go preach the same way to my family. Bunch of heathen people that they don't know another preacher. Got to get me to come. They're like, you got to come. We don't know another preacher. Like, that's a shame. None of y'all can stand up and say anything at a funeral, you know? And it's like, so we're going to take care of that. We get them all saved and on fire for God. Now they ought to be able to preach the funeral, amen? But in my house, we never went to church. All we did was stay at the ball field. I grew up on the ball field. I was all district basketball, baseball in high school, and a high school quarterback. If you hadn't heard uh, any of my story, I'll just tell it real fast. So uh, I didn't get, you know, and then I got in church, and I got around religion, but I didn't see anybody doing the Bible. Everybody carrying the Bible, carrying the Bible. Carrying. And then I started coaching high school basketball, and we broke out in a revival at the high school where people, the kids, for three years was carrying an English book, geometry book, and a Bible to class. Bringing about every day for three years, we had Bible study with 90% of the students coming to hear the word. And I would learn it on Monday night, teach it on Tuesday, learn it on Tuesday night. People said, What Bible college did you go to? I just got saved. <laughs> I just got saved in 95, man, and in 96, I'm preaching every day. Amen. Every day, and we saw 10,000 kids and, and adults born again in northwest Louisiana just from going out. I'm talking about the woods. Amen. Not no big city. We were from the rural country area, and I found this out. People aren't hiding from the word. They want to hear what you know. Amen. The devil to tell you, what are they going? What are you going? What are you? What's going to happen if you tell them and they don't like it? They are ready. They're tired of the silliness. They're tired of the fear. They're tired of the 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 new. This world has nothing for them. Jesus is the answer, not religion. Religion stinks. We got kids in here. Amen. Religion really is the worst thing man ever made. Religion is not of God. Religious people killed Jesus. Imagine God coming to this earth and man putting him on a cross. God put on an earth suit and man killed him. Come on now, what's up with this? That tells you right now, man was living low. Jesus came. He didn't come so you could get to church. He came so that you could be raised up together, seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. But in my hometown, I was, uh, I was all known. I coached everybody's kids. We won state championships in baseball, 13, 14-year-old baseball. But we started a Bible study at the 13 and 14-year-old baseball league. Amen. I'm running out. I need some Fiji water. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I like that Fiji stuff. Amen. I'm a little country, but that's why I like Georgia people. Amen. Georgia is country too. Amen. That's why I don't need a translator here. Y'all know what I'm saying. 
We go up north and they're like, what do you say? Just believe God. Amen. But here you can understand me. Praise the Lord. But, uh, but none of my family's in church. Still aren't. They, they're saved. They're on their way to heaven, but they're not tapped into the power of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God in any way. How I many of y'all know some people like that? They're not walking with God. They're just doing life, doing church, doing religion, trying to make a check, trying to make a dollar, pay their Verizon bill and their light bill, and that's about all they can do. But I found this out. When you get real serious with God's business, he'll get real serious with your business. I highly encourage you to go ahead and get real serious with the plan of God for your life. Amen. I love talking to brother owns a gym. He said, I, I, I own that to preach to people. Amen. I'm there to sow the word into people. Amen. I'm not, I don't go to work just to make a check. I'm here to be a light into the dark place. And we're here to say light be darkness flee. Praise God. And all over North Louisiana, we were seeing people come into the kingdom, prisons, in the hood, in the projects, everywhere that we went. We weren't in the church. I don't even know why the church people think. There's no scripture that says everybody go to church. There is a scripture that says everybody in the church go into all the world. We don't have one that makes everybody come to church. The church people, here's what I always say, religious people run to church. People excited about the kingdom run to the world. This is our domain. This is our dominion. This is not about running in a building to hear another sermon. You done heard enough sermons. That's why I done told you I'm not, I'm not teaching, amen. I'm not teaching today. My job is to stir you up, put some boldness on the inside of us. We came here on divine assignment. I'm sitting here, and I wrote this down. I wrote this down because I was sitting in my uh, living room drinking a cup of coffee with an LSU hat on and some shorts, and I'm sitting up in there, and I'm just praying in the spirit, praying, 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 and all of a sudden, Valdosta, 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 Valdosta. I was like, all right, Lord, Valdosta. I know a pastor over there, good friend, amen. I know, I know we had just got, I said, Lord, there's something, Valdosta, and here is the text message. I, I, I copy screenshotted the text message. I text Pastor Mark. I said, I want you to pray about outreach in Valdosta. I said, it keeps coming up in my spirit. This was August the 10th of last year. August the 10th of last year. And all of a sudden, he texts me right back, and he sends me a screenshot. The screenshot is from August the 9th, the day before, a message from Ashley to him. And it says this, we should bring Roddy in to do an outreach. Maybe 2023. The day, the night before, I think she was at Sonic. I'm not, I wasn't going to put it on the screen because you would see that all he eats is a small cheeseburger. <laughs> the screenshot said, get me a, just a small cheeseburger with no cheese. Amen. Small cheeseburger, cut the cheese. I'm like, <laughs> and a cherry Sprite or something. I'm like, I won't put that up there, man. I mean, that ain't even eating right there. You go to Sonic, you got to get an extra long coney with cheese and onions and a double meat cheeseburger. Praise the Lord. But anyway, this is a divine deal. It was moving on my heart in Florida. Same time Ashley is in Sonic drive-thru, texting him back and saying, huh? Five guys. Oh, okay. Was it five guys? Okay. That's better. That's better. Praise the Lord. That is better. Yeah. So maybe their little burger is enough for you. Amen. I still get the double meat. I still get the double meat at five guys. Amen. But she says we should bring him in to do an outreach. So what God's done inside in me, when he told me to go pastor, he told me to go pastor in Florida. I said, heck no. 
I am not interested in that stuff. I don't want to see the same people every week. I don't want to watch the same people take notes every week. I am not. We are on the streets. We're in the hood. We go to prisons. We're seeing people rise up out of wheelchairs. We're going in there, and there's a lady one time paralyzed on the left side of her body, and we went into the hood, prayed over her, and all of a sudden, she said, she, I said, no, get up. She gets up out of her wheelchair, paralyzed, walking around, and somebody's in the co- uh, kitchen cooking collard greens, and she said, Esther, Esther, come here, come here. I am walking. And she come in. We had church right there. And the Lord told me a long time ago, I'm through doing shows in church. If the church don't go, the church will never see. It's not about coming in here. It's about the church. You want to see a revival? We're talking a lot about revival lately. Revival is not a bunch of people singing songs. If that's what it's all about in these last days, I will be extremely disappointed. If all we're going to do is sit there and sing songs in church, we're in revival. No, you're in revival in here so you can get out there. This end time revival is going to be about us taking in the power, the word, the Holy Ghost, and all of the things that God has done for us and take it to them. And I promise you, if you will get serious with this business, God said, I will blow your mind. He finally talked me into pastoring and we got to Florida and we started with six old ladies. Blue-haired ladies, very old ladies. And I come in there, and I'm casting vision. I said, we're going to have an 18-wheeler. We're getting trucks. We're getting all this stuff, and we're going into the world with the gospel. My heart, if I'm going to pastor, I promise you I would lock the door if all we did was Bible study. We're getting out of this place. We're taking it to the world. We're going to go out and lay hands on the sick, watch the sick recover. And all of a sudden, I had an old lady look at me. She said, I ain't going nowhere. I love her. Amen. I said, well, Liz, that's fine. If you don't want to go, you can sew. Because everybody won't stand up and be wild and crazy like me and sweat on everybody and run around the building and tear up stages. Amen. But here's the deal. We all have been called to the ministry of reconciliation. We all have been put in the ministry. We carry Jesus. Amen. We're gl- we carry the good news. We carry the gospel. We carry King Jesus on the inside. Amen. We don't carry a Baptist and a Methodist and a Presbyterian. We got everything the world's been looking for. You will stay frustrated your whole life if all you got is Bible study. You got enough notebooks full of notes. You got enough CDs. Amen. You got enough of all that. It's time to take some of that that you know and go. So what we got, we got down there, and the Lord said, if you're serious about it, I want to see you do it with what you got. So we took the six old ladies, grew it to about 12, doubled. Double, amen, for double for your trouble. And we going down there, and we got, we started going out and doing outreaches in Florida. And in 10 years now, we've seen, we've seen another 10,000 saved in Florida since 2010. And here's the deal. We, we didn't just start doing this. This is something we did for 20-something years now. And a lot of you don't know my story. But again, my family's still not in church, still not there. But here's the deal. It don't matter who is, uh, who, who is in leadership. We, we, we say, oh, I need another leader. I need, we, need, we need this man in the White House, this man in the White House. No, you need Jesus in your house. And Jesus in your house will change your street, change your family, change your marriage, change your finances. Amen. And he will finance his vision. He will finance his vision. I'll share this real fast. Here's what happened to us during COVID. We never had, we never shut down, not one service ever, and we doubled. 
Never one time did we say, we got to run home. We need to skirt. We need to leave off for like two, three, four. I said, you crazy. You crazy. We ain't taking that. We're not taking that. We're not taking it. They got up to about six million. And I said, so <laughs> church is not sheet rock. Church is people. Amen. And watch this because God said, I got ways of financing things for you that you know not of. I mean, you know, your job is not your source. God is your source. And if you would just put your head down, do what God has called you to do. And what I said, and I've been sharing it for years, we're going all over the Southeast U.S., S-E-C. SEC. Amen. I'm an SEC guy from Louisiana. Amen. I know y'all all got these bragging rights for two years. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Go dogs. Go dogs. Amen. Finally. Finally. Praise the Lord. Finally. But we still got the best team in the history. Praise God. So, amen. I told Tony McKinnon that. I said, that's fine. Y'all won one, but everybody's going to always say 2019 LSU, by far the best team ever. Amen. Okay, we won't talk sports to this crowd. Amen. <laughs> so what we just did, we, we remodeled a 25,000-square-foot uh, building, and uh, we wrote a check for $1.6 million for the building. We went through hell to get where we are right now, but I'll say this. If you got to go through the hardest things you've ever went through to get the best things you've ever had, will you go through the hardest things you've ever went through? Did you hear me? I said, we got too many people that quit too quick. It's not time to quit. It's more. This is our season. This is our hour. This is time for the church to arise and shine. You don't need something else. You already got it. You're not going to get it. You got it right now. How many of you glad God already gave you his son, gave you his spirit, gave you his word, gave you everything? Matter of fact, he gave you the kingdom and he gave you the earth. The heavens, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the children of men. Amen. You've been given the whole earth. And the Bible says this, fear not, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. You got the kingdom. You got the earth. You got the sun. You got the Holy Spirit. You got, you, you got it all. Why are we sitting there with our hands out, Lord, I need you, I need you, I need you, Lord. I don't even like them kind of crying out songs. Shut it up. Do something with what you got. Yeah. It's time to take what you got to the world and say, I got what you're looking for. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with power, filled with the Word. I don't need anything else. Neither do you. Raise your hand if you're saved. This isn't an outreach. This is not an outreach. This is to stir the body about getting out of here. Amen. And here's the deal. We're on the same. Holy Ghost is talking to your pastor and talking to me. Because what the Lord told me, before you buy that building, you go buy outreach equipment. You've been preaching it for 10 years. Go buy all the stuff to get on the streets. And don't buy anything else before you do anything like that. So we bought 18-wheelers, semi-trucks, box trucks, inflatable business. And we are on the street. Last year, we went to nine states. Nine states last year. And here's the deal. I believe right now that Valdosta is about to see something amazing happen. We were riding around today and I said, I can see a thousand people getting born. I'm believing. Can you believe for a thousand salvations? Can you believe for a thousand salvations? Can you believe for a thousand people born again in this city? Amen. Here's the deal. If you're not excited about outreach, you may be religious. I love you. I love you. This is one of my favorite churches. Amen. But I bind the spirit of religion right now. 
Religion is of the devil. It's not even from God. And I, I had a lady cutting my hair just a second ago. Ended up witnessing to her for about, I mean, she's, oh, I know, I'm, I go to the, just this, just this church. And then, uh, I, it, or I went to that church. I hadn't been in years. I feel so bad. I said, and she started cussing. Well, she was cussing before she found out I saved. <laughs> that son of a... <laughs> And then she asked five minutes later, what are you in town for? I heard you said you come in from Florida. Where are you, what are you in for? I said, I'm preaching tonight over here at the uh, Anchor Faith Church. She goes, oh, my Lord. She said, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry I cussed. I said, you ain't, you ain't out cussed me. I said, you got a long way to go before you catch up with my cussing. Amen. I got records broke cussing from years ago. Amen. We coached, and you don't coach and not cuss. Get your blankety blank, 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 blank. Amen. And then after I got saved in the Word and filled with the Holy Ghost, I found out it's been five years since I cussed. Amen. And I said, I, how, did, how did I do that? You know, you don't. If you don't put anything good in, nothing good's going to come out. Amen. And the only thing this world needs, and here's the deal, it's not time for us to talk about the world. Transgender weirdness, gay marriage, all of the different things. I mean, they'll marry anything right now. Anything. It's crazy what they're doing, but here's the deal. You don't qualify to talk about them if you don't talk to them. We did prison ministry for years. You do not qualify to talk about this world unless you're going to talk to this world. If you're not going to go talk to them, that's a religious spirit. Amen? And here's the deal. They need, well, here's the deal. We know where they're at. I mean, you know, I ask them, I, we do these outreaches. We got This year, we're doing, we're doing Georgia, we're doing Houston, we're doing North Carolina, we're doing Kentucky, we're doing Florida three times, and we're doing, I think, uh, Tennessee. I'm trying to go down the list. But here's the deal. I tell them, here's the qualification to do an outreach. What do you need for an outreach? Lost people. Y'all got any lost people in Valdosta? Anybody know any sinners in Valdosta? And here's the deal. We're not going to sit there. You're a sinner. You're a sinner. No, 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 no. No. How many of you are ready to win again? We stop asking people, are you going to go to heaven when you die? Are you going to go to heaven when you die? I mean, now you got to wait 40 years to get something good. <laughs> you used to knock on the door. Do you know if you're going to heaven or not? No, man, I'm watching the game. Why are you up in here talking to me about dying? I won't let it live. And here's the deal. We're kings with dominion again to rule and reign in life, not in death. We got a lot more going for us than dying. Amen. And we're excited about Valdosta. I am totally off track. <laughs> Happens every time, everywhere. I told him, I said, man, I got to, I mean, I really got to get out of here early, really early tonight. I got my alarm set for 815 because he said, y'all like to get out early. But I do want to show, I went to Apopka, Florida. We did one of these outreaches in Apopka, Florida. And there was a girl just sitting in the crowd. And she took my sermon that night and that day, that morning. And uh, she dubbed it over and made a video. And I just loved it. And I said, I'm going to show that to some folks when I go talk about outreach in their church. So if you don't mind, if uh, we could kill the lights. And everybody, if you would, uh, silence your, I'm just playing. We're going to watch this on the screen. Praise God. There's not a lack of knowledge in the body today. There's a lack of urgency. If you only knew how close Jesus was to hitting them clouds and saying, come up hither. We can't be playing church. We can't be just singing our songs when people might wake up in hell. There is a real hell. Somebody got to tell them. You need to understand you're, you're, you're created for this time. 
God knew you were going to be born in this season. If we're going to be the one that brings Jesus back, don't you think God did not make a mistake? He knew when you were going to be born. He knew when you were going to come into this earth. And he knew it wasn't going to be Smith Wigglesworth. It wasn't going to be Amy Simple McPherson. It wasn't going to be John G. Lake or Kenneth E. Hagen. You here now. What you got? I'm tired of talking about what they did. I want to be the one doing it. Amen. I don't want to hear about them. I want to go do it. Praise God. Don't tell me what John G. Lake did. Tell me what you do. You've been called to go into all the world. You've been called to. Not me, not the evangelist, not the pastor, not the prophet. Not No, we all have an assignment. What would it matter if you got the raise or you didn't get the raise? Or what would it matter if you're believing for this stuff? You don't get to take stuff with you. All you can take with you is people. And we got to take as many people with us as we can take to get into the kingdom of God. And if you want to see the wondrous works of the Lord, you're going to go out in the deep. You'll see the dead raised. You'll see cancer fall off. You'll see the lost saved. Anybody want to see it? I don't want to talk about it. I want to see it. I don't want to preach about it. I want to see it. I don't want to talk about Peter walking on water. I want to walk on the water. Good news will make you go tell somebody. Amen. Praise the Lord. I just like the video. It's kind of cool. Um, I think every church is missing it that's not focused on harvest right now. Any church not focused on harvest like your pastors right here are missing God, missing God. It's not time for another program. It's just not time for another teaching. You got to know the season that we're living in and what God is interested right now is there's been a lot of seed sown, but it's time for harvest. It's time to bring in the harvest. Amen. We need workers. The Bible says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are you. Say it like that. The harvest is plentiful. Look at the person next to you. Say the harvest is plentiful. The laborers are you. Not few, they're you. Amen. We're here, and I believe in divine appointments. I have never went anywhere by accident. I love this church, but I'm telling you, something's got to stir. We come to stir something so we could start something. We came to move something so something to move. Amen. People say, you moved me when you preach. Did it move you enough to move? Amen. You stirred me up. Did it stir you enough to start? Amen. Because if it didn't stir you enough to start, it was another sermon. And I promise you, something happens when the mic comes on. I'm laid back country boy when I'm out in the foyer. But man, it's, it is urgent. We don't have a lack of knowledge. We got a lack of urgency. Everybody in here knows the Bible. I'm blessed coming in and by his stripes I was. I'm more than a to him that loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Amen. We know the Bible. But it's not time. There's no lack of knowledge in this church. But I promise you this, we're about to get urgent. We're about to come. Amen. And here's the deal. Start with any picture I gave you. I do have a sermon. I'm looking at the clock. Amen. I'm talking fast. This is in Apopka, Florida. I don't know what order I put these in, but this is when we went to a. It's the first one that we did with our equipment. We got one of those stages that pop out and up like hydraulic, like and it opens up. Amen. And it just goes 30 foot high. And it's like, Brother Terry got baptized on it last week. Praise the Lord. Brother Terry and Miss Prissy are here from down below Live Oak at a place called Hatch Bend. You ain't never heard of it. Anybody know about Hatch Bend? I never heard of it, amen, but they, here they are, amen, amen, and they just come on up here. They drive to Fort Walton to come to church. Wow. 
Radical, amen. Radical. Four-hour drive. You can't get some people to go four minutes. Four blocks. They come in four hours to come and get the word, amen. Get in the plan of God. Shows up at our outreaches to help. Praise the Lord. Love it, love it, love it. This is another picture, I think, of the Apopka. I just want to go. How many of you went to so far? Are you way ahead of me? You're trying to speed me up. Praise God. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Here's uh, uh, We bought, oh, that's stretched out there. It's not really that. It's uh, looked like a stretch, like <laughs> stretch box truck. Amen. But I do want to stop on this one for just a second because this, and I'm not doing a sermon tonight. I'm coming here to get you ready because we're bringing all of our equipment to Valdosta to partner with you. Amen. We're doing this here. Praise God. Valdosta, a busy street, an intersection, wherever Pastor Mark has on his heart, he's over this. We're coming to partner. The Lord said, go help churches reach their community. I said, praise God, that's what we're going to do. So we got this box truck. We wrapped it, and it says champion life. But I want, to, want you to see the scripture. 214 is on everything at our church. 214. You want the password to the Wi-Fi? 214. <laughs> 214 says this, 2 Corinthians 2.14. Thanks be to God who always causes us to win. Everybody say, I'm winning. Win. You can look at people's face and see if it's true. We won the national championship. I coached at Raymond. We won the national championship, 86-85. And uh, you could tell who won and who lost. The winners, I mean, grown men, grown men jumping up and down like, whoa. Man, I almost broke your glasses. But that was a good jump right there. Amen. Jumping up and down, yes. Victory looks like something. Victory is contagious. Victory is not coming. It already came. And it says, who always causes us to win and spread. Say spread. Spread, spread his victory everywhere we go. I love rolling down the street with that on my truck. And what are we doing? We're here to spread victory. Not here to get you to be a Baptist, a Methodist, a Presbyterian, or a non-denominational. Amen. We're here to get victory in your life. I was defeated. I was drunk. I was busted. I was addicted to gambling. I, was I would wake up in states. I didn't even know where I was at. And I didn't get religious. I got in Christ. I went from defeated to total victory in life. Went from confused to now the light is on. Amen. I once was blind, but now I go to the next one. Praise God. Watch it. Oh, this is Cairo, Georgia. Say Cairo. Cairo, and if we can do that at Cairo, what can we do in Valdosta? Cairo's only about six or 7,000 people. They lined up two hours before the event, the event started. Two hours, there was a line of people down the street. People want what it is we have. We had cysts fall off of people here. Fall off. And the Bible says signs and wonders will follow the word preached. It didn't, and now, how's it going to follow? You got to get going. You got to get moving. You want to see the, we, we say it all the time. The lost will be saved. The sick will be healed. The dead will be raised. So we started telling everybody, don't be surprised if somebody dies. We've been confessing the dead will be raised. And for the dead to be raised, somebody got to die. So don't freak out if we come to Valdosta and they say, they're dead. We're like, yes. <laughs> Glory to God. Get out of the way. We've been praying for years. I want to see that dead person. My God, get them up. Say, get them up. There's scripture for it. Jesus said, go heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you receive, freely give. Did he say it? I thought he said it. 
Jesus said it. So really, I mean, we're here. We're here not to try. Now, here's, here's the only thing. Go to the next one. That's Cairo, Georgia. I don't want to get off track. This is in Defuniac Springs, Florida. 3,000 or 4,000 people in the town. We registered 3,000 people. 3,000 people came. And here, there's a baby with a hole in its heart that they didn't give hardly any time to live. Still alive today. Hole closed up. Another guy come up there, and he had cancer, and he didn't have any. He didn't have long to go. I just don't have long. I said, that changes right now. Praise God. In the, I mean, you know, if you believe it, you go do it. And if you're big enough to step out there and do it, he's big enough to answer you when you step out there and go do it. I love church services, but I mean, I'm about tired of preaching sermons. It's time to get up and go. If we got this. Amen. It's not time just to amen everything and come in here. You can carry this everywhere that you go. And we come into Valdosta, the crowd may exceed. Now, the promotion's up to you. How many of you can help us get people in the parking lot? Three of us? Amen. amen. Right? And how many of you can help us get people there? <laughs> go to the next one. I think it's the Funiac Springs again. There's another one. That's, not, that's before we bought the inflatables. We rented them back then, but now we just bought them. Amen. Why rent from somebody when you can just buy it? Praise God. Go to the next one, amen. This is Fort Walton. That's our church. That's just to show the stage mainly. Go to the next. That's before. We just, uh, we bought all these inflatables, and uh, we'll bring six of them, I think, is what we'll bring here uh, whenever Pastor Mark and uh, Pastor Ashley decides exactly where we're going to set up. We'll set up there. I said this. We can hit north side of town one year, south side of town the next year, and put something right here on the church parking lot the next time. Amen. Or whatever they want to do. Here's the deal. I'm just saying. We're, we're, we're going to be doing this for years. We're just starting. We're just beginning. And we're praying for wisdom on how to go exceeding and abundant in these outreaches. Amen. Go to the next one. Amen. I don't know what else is on here. That's, uh, that's Jamaica. I'll be there. I was there the other day. We're doing a 50,000 man outreach. In June, June the 12th to the 20th, we'd appreciate your prayers, amen. Uh, the last uh, outreach that I did in Jamaica was a men's conference there at a soccer tournament, and everybody there was smoking weed. The last men's conference I did in Jamaica, everybody was smoking weed and drinking rum. It's the only service I've ever been to in my life where everybody there was smoking weed. And boldness somehow just comes on me all the time. And I'm like, oh, and they, they turned the mic on, and I went straight into preaching, and I said, Jamaica has a man problem. I went, oh, my God. <laughs> I said, Lord, why you do that? I mean, I didn't have that at all. I said, what Jamaica has is a man problem. And they all put their joint down. They said, what's he talking about? You got, and I said, the whole world has a man problem. We're leaders. We don't wait on everybody else. We, men go first. Men get out front. Real men praise God. Real men serve Jesus. Real men go to church. Real men will shout and run. And, and all of a sudden, I had a Jamaican walk up to me afterwards. He said, respect ma. Respect ma. He said, we need to hear that ma. And I said, I know you do. Praise God. Oh, my God. I thought he was going, come here, man. Come here, man. I'm like, oh, Jesus, hide me. Run, rapture, get me out of here. But <laughs> we are going to have a huge event June in Jamaica. We're going all over the back. We're actually starting a church in Jamaica as well. Go over here. We're starting Champion Life Jamaica. Amen. Just starting to tell people now. Go to the next one. I don't know what else we got on there. That was Kissimmee before we even started, uh, just to show the, the setup there. We're going to, everything we do is we're going to celebrate Valdosta. 
Amen. We're going to celebrate Valdosta. Is that all right with y'all? Amen. We're just going to, anybody want to celebrate Valdosta? And just say, now, here's the thing. When they start coming, watch this. The Holy Ghost is going to draw them in. He's setting them up for victory. Amen. He's setting them up for joy. I mean, you know, it's, time, it's, it's, it's not any good being depressed, being defeated. Amen. Religious people don't have the answer. Religion is a problem. Matter of fact, religion is, again, the worst thing man ever made. Go to the next thing right here. Praise the Lord. This is Minden, Louisiana. That's a stretch picture again. But Minden, Louisiana, that's my hometown. That's where I used to drink. And then we came back to preach the gospel. We registered 500. We had 300 salvations and multiple healings in, the, in my hometown. Go to the next one. I think we're about done. I want to get to the word. Amen. This is introduction. Men in Louisiana, men in Louisiana. We've been from, uh, I forgot to say Louisiana last time on my, where we went. Go to the next one. Is there any more on there? Amen. Uh, Ariel, my, my, Jake does our drone, my son. Go to the next one. Amen. Uh, Moss Point. This is a cool one because it's a country town. Five miles that way, five miles that way was the next town. The only one that was uh, in, 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 in nothing between there and the church. And the pastor said, I want to do it at my church. I said, I don't. <laughs> I want to go to the heart of the city and pump this thing up. He said, no, I feel led by the Spirit to do it at my church. I said, we're about to put the word to the test. Because we say, arise, shine, your light has come, the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. They're going to come and they're going to be drawn to you, to the brightness of your rising. Amen. So we pray, we're going to come in here and pray. and bring, I'm, I'll bring about 25 to 30 people with us. And uh, we're going to team up with your team. And we're going to be one team. Champion Life team is coming with Anchor Faith team. Amen. And we're going to come together. You can't even sit by each other. We're going to put an orange or a yellow shirt between you. And we're going out to be one body to go out and reach the lost. Amen. And uh, this, this ended up being, this was, a, this was one of the most radical uh, healing testimonies that we had on the streets. All of a sudden, we were in this, out, in this outreach, and a guy had Parkinson's. He was shaking bad with Parkinson's. Parkinson's was major on him. And he, he, he we couldn't quit shaking. And we prayed for him. And we laid hands on him. And he texted me three weeks later. He stopped shaking that day. Texted me three weeks later. He said, whatever you guys are doing, please go out and don't stop. Because I hadn't shaken and had the tremors in three weeks. Amen. Amen. Go to the next one, amen. Let's get out of here. That's Moss Point. Once it's got going a little bit, go in the next one. I got I to gotta get to the word. We got an RV. Uh, we're probably illegal. Don't tell anybody. Everybody don't have a seatbelt, but oh well. Praise God. Is there any police officers in here? Amen. Praise God. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. We're going to be rolling up with 12 people. Hopefully, they'll all have seatbelts or ropes or something. Amen. So go to the next one. Praise the Lord. There's the 18 letter that we'll bring here, and that's the stage. Uh, the next one, I think, is the last one, and it's just a picture. Of, that's a stretch picture, but it is uh, more that way than it is that way. Amen. And uh, anybody ready for this? Yeah. Go over here, if you would, to Luke now, 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 now. Luke, say great catch. Great catch. Great catch. Say great catch. Great catch. There's a great catch coming to Valdosta, and you're going to be a part of it. You are born for such a time as this. Amen. Religious people won't like it. Religious people don't like me. Amen. Don't like me because why? We're not doing church. It's not church as usual. It's not just religion. We got all this before we bought our building. We owned that, and we got an airplane. Amen. Everybody else going to drive? I'm going to fly over here. <laughs> just so you know. We own land, right? Got, a, got an airport? Valdosta Regional, but it didn't fly. It can't fly me to Texas tomorrow. Amen. I got to go to Tallahassee to fly to Texas. So go to Luke chapter 5, verse 1. Woo! I'm excited about Valdosta. Anybody fired up about Valdosta? 
You live here, my God, you ought to be more, more excited than me. There's a lot of people. There's a, what if the great, great next move of God started right here at Anchor Faith Valdosta? Building's not big enough. Get ready to get more land, more building. You're buying up stuff. Buy up some more stuff. Amen. Luke chapter 5, Luke chapter 5. Verse number one, Luke 5, verse 1. It says, so it was. Anybody ever heard that guy? Luke 5, Luke 5. Verse 1 says, so it was as the multitude pressed about to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and he saw two boats standing, uh, standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out from them where the, and they were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and he asked him to put out a little bit from the land. And he sat down and he began to teach the multitudes from the boat. I hope you got a Bible now. You can't take the screen home with you. Verse 4 says, when he had stopped speaking. Say, stop speaking. Speaking. Did I lose my battery? Say, stop speaking. speaking. Why did he stop speaking? Because he's not going to keep on talking to you unless you do something with what you got. He he uh, He told Jeremiah, go down to the potter's house, and there I will talk to you. And Jeremiah probably said, I'm right here. You're right there. Tell me right here. He said, I'm talking down there now. You can stay right here and miss God or you can get moving. And he says, he stopped talking. And God will. He's going to, what did you do with the last words you got? What did you do with the last revelation you love so much? We got to live what we hear and we got to get busy taking it. Or God, I mean, you know, it's not, it's never supposed to be God stop talking. He's always talking. He's always lighting you up. He's always giving you revelation. But the reason you might be in a dry season is you didn't do the last thing that you heard. Go over here. Keep reading. Verse 5 says, but Simon answered and said to him, oh, no, I, I missed the best part. He stopped speaking and said to Simon, launch out into the deep for a great catch. Let down your net. Let the, launch out into the deep and let down your nets. I like the translation says for a great catch. Say a great catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we've told all night, hadn't caught a thing. Nevertheless, at your word, uh, I will let down the net. He didn't say net. He said nets. Amen. But verse 6 says, and when they had done this, they caught such a great number of fish, their net was breaking. So that they signaled to their partners and they, in another boat, they came to help them. And they came and filled both boats. So they began to sink. Does anybody, is anybody interested in a net breaking, boat sinking catch? In a net, in, four of us again. Anybody interested in a net breaking, boat sinking catch? Watch this right here. Says their nets began to break, their boats began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down and said, Jesus, depart from me. I'm a cussing man. <laughs> and we got cussing people in here too, amen. But he'll work with you. Just look straight ahead. <laughs> Amen. How's he know? We all know. <laughs> Verse 9, check it out. I, I play around too. I know you don't cuss anymore. Verse 9 says this, For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish. Anybody want to be astonished? Be like, my oh God, I wasn't expecting this. 
We've had it happen at every outreach we go to. We're like, here they come. The Lord bringing them in, just like he said. Astonishing. Because watch this. He's not talking about fish here. He's not giving them lessons on fishing. Because watch what he goes to. This entire story is about something else. And he says right here, this thing's, okay, devil. All right, watch this. For he, uh, they were astonished at the great catch of the fish they had taken. And all, uh, so also James and John and the sons of Zebedee, the, uh, who were the partners of Simon. And Jesus said, he told them, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. This whole thing is an illustration on how to catch people. Not fish. Not fish. He said, I showed you all that to tell you that if you'll get out in the deep, you will have a great catch. Say, in the deep. deep. They're not coming in here. You got to go out there. It's easy to sit around in church. It takes no faith to come to church. And I say it all the time. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But faith that cometh and does not goeth is deadeth. Deadeth faith. I don't want no dead faith. Amen. Faith came. Faith is just the coming part is in here. This is the embassy meeting. This is where we gather to put fire in you so that it can go out there. But watch this. He's doing all this to tell them, if you'll get out in the deep, I will blow your mind. Anybody can stay in the shallow, and I'm from Destin. I live in Destin. There's a lot of beach down there, and it's real pretty, real pretty beach. And everybody, all one day I was sitting down there at the beach, and everybody was sitting there, and I had LSU hat on again, and I'm sitting here, preacher man, looked like a preacher, no shirt on, laid out, sitting down there. Jesus spent a lot of time at the beach. You go read the Bible. He walked by the beach all the time. Amen. Some of you just need to get to the beach is what you need to do. And he's laying down there. You get a God stays down there. I hear from him all the time. And I'm laying down there. But every, all of a sudden, uh, everybody jumped up with their cell phone and ran out there with a the camera. And I'm like, well, you know, let's go see what's going on. And I grabbed my phone. <laughs> what is it? Nine foot hammerhead in the two foot water came up in the shallow. And everybody got excited. And I go back and sit in my chair. And the Lord says, sometimes I send a little sign up from the deep to show you that there is a lot more out there. See, you don't have to get, we got a visitor, a visitor today. My God. I've been around pastors my whole life now for 24 years. People, a guest shows up and everybody's like, look, a guest, a guest, take a picture. There's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of people. There is, he sends some stuff into, into the shallow to show you what's out in the deep. And watch this. I looked around, and I saw people rubbing oil on them in their bikini, and some of them didn't need to wear one. You are, if you don't need to wear a bikini, don't wear one. You're a distraction. It's like somebody tell her a one-piece You're still fearfully and wonderfully made, amen? You're still fearfully and wonderfully made. But if you, or him, tell him. These days, who knows, amen? Tell that dude, don't be wearing that down there no more. Amen, I go down there, I'm like, my God. And if you get offended at that, that's your own fault, amen? 
And everybody's oiled up, lathered up, oil all over them, laid out down there to get some sun, laying down, and they're under an umbrella with music on. And the Holy Ghost told me, most of my church people love to lay around in the shallow and hear music. Oh, it stirred me up because here's the deal. We, church is shallow ministry. It takes no faith to come in here. It takes a lot to go out there. See, we know it's important to be in here. Do not forsake the assembling of yourself together. But if all we're going to do is sit around and sing songs, that's the shallow. That's the shallow. And here's the deal. That is not the deep. Even though I get a great word, you got one of the best Bible teachers around. And I'm not a teacher. Amen. I'm jealous. Jealous. I can't teach like that. I just got to get up and I sweat out of all my clothes. I mean, it's not fair. Amen. I have to take a change of clothes with me everywhere I go. They're like, can't you sit still? No. We got to go. We got to go. We got stuff to do. Amen. But it's not time for shallow, shallow ministry. Oh, I just felt the Holy Ghost. In the church, I felt God. God lives in you and he wants out. God lives in you and he wants out. Amen. The church has put Jesus out of the church. Go read Revelation chapter 3. It says he stands at the door and knocks. And I've heard that used in altar calls. He's knocking at the door of your heart. That ain't what that says. No, he's, this is the seven letters to the seven churches in Revelation chapter 3. And it says Jesus stands at the door and knocks at the church. Get it? They put him out. And he wants back in. What if people could see God with no religion at Anchor Faith? God, but no religion. Freedom, but no religion. And joy, but no religion. That's the goal of champion life is God, no religion. We don't want any of it. On your best day, God's not impressed with you. Quit thinking that you're earning God's love. God loved me because I was good. No, he only loves you because he chose to. Just receive all that he's done for you. But he said this, if you want to see me, you're going to see me in the deep. Anybody want a net breaking boat sinking? People say, boy, I wish I write a $1.6 million church. Uh, I wish I had that. Wish we, we paid cash for the RV, cash for the plane, cash for everything. And here's the deal. So don't ask to borrow no money. I tell our church at all times, we put it in stuff. So we wouldn't have everybody run. Can I borrow a 20? No. Can I hold a 20? No. We, no. We, bought a, we, we go into the world. This is a, I, we don't have long. We're not going to be able to take your stuff with you. Some of you worried about your 401k. You better worry. It's going to zero. You know, this world is headed somewhere very messed up. Very messed up. Your dollar won't be worth anything soon. Very soon. And you better know how to live by faith today. Amen. You got to be able to shout in an empty field. I know people think I'm a little carried away. Get excited, get excited. You got a lot to get excited about. You're going to have to dance before you get it. You're going to have to shout before you see it. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Anybody hearing me today? God said, I'm in the deep. And if you'll get out in the deep, you'll catch people and I'll break your net. You'll have to build two, three more buildings. Get a lot more land. Buy up the whole street. 
Who cares what the religious people say? We, had a, uh, we did our last outreach down in Cairo, and a family left the church because we did an outreach. Carry your tail. He said, Pastor, Pastor, we had a family left because we are out here doing this outreach. I said, good. You don't want them people. You don't want them people. I, I better not. I, better, I don't want to run nobody out of your church. I do it out of mine. Amen. We have plenty of people we don't run off. And it's like, we don't want your religious self up in here. It's time for us to get busy. If you get mad because we're reaching people, get mad because we I can't believe you did all that and bought it. Who, who approved? God approved it. And he's approving this outreach in Valdosta. And he says, we're going to see signs, wonders, miracles, the dead raised on the streets of Valdosta. I'm not excited. I get excited about outreach more than I do prosperity, more than I do the belief. We got people that are just excited about the wrong things. How many of you would love to see all of your drunk cousins get saved? Anybody would love to see your family members come into the kingdom? We have got to do it how he said do it. And if we don't do it how he said, we'll never see what he said. He said, I'm not sending your net breaking, boat sinking catch to the shallow. He said, you're going to have to launch what? Out. Say out. out. Say go out. go out. Watch this. Go over here. I'm going to stop. I'm lo I lost some of you and I only have four minutes. <laughs> Woo. Psalm 107, 20. Psalm 107, 23. Psalm 107, verse number 23. Ooh, I'm gonna get, I might run. I see it in advance. I see what's coming. I know how this turns out. I know how this don't turn out. I know how this gonna turn out. I know how this gonna turn out. I know how this gonna turn out. I done been there, done it. We've done hundreds of these. Literally, I know how it's gonna turn out. And here's the deal. It's going to be an amazing, awesome, radical time. And people are going to see, God's not religious. <laughs> They're having a great time. <laughs> Psalm 107. NIV on this one if you can. I don't know if you got NIV, it's nearly inspired version. Watch what it says. NIV right here. It says this. It's, I love it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Some went, some went out. Say some went out. Some Say some went out. Some went out. Those who, you got, uh, I'll tell you what, put it up in the New King James. I, I, I was, uh, it's weird. Maybe the Holy Ghost just changed this. I'm, I'm like, thought it. Right? These aren't reading glasses. Amen. <laughs> some, here we go. Let's go. Psalm 107 verse 23 says this. Says this, those who go, say those who go. Those who go, those who go, say those who go. Those who go down to the sea in ships who do business in the great waters. Say those who go. Those who go. Do business. They are the business. What are we here to do? We're on a business meeting. This isn't the Kingdom Rise Conference. Like he said, we've never been here on any regular service. This is a business meeting. We're here to do business in Valdosta. It's going to be fun. But those who go down to the sea in ships who do business in the great waters. Watch this. Verse 24 says, they see. Say they see. Those who go, they see. Those who go, they see. Those who go, they see. Not those who come, those who go. If you will go, you will see the works of the 
Lord, watch this, and his wonders in the You want to see me? Come out here. You want to meet me? I'm out there. You want to come see me? I'm out here. You want to see the wondrous works of the Lord? Go to the deep. Go to the deep. It's not going to happen in this church. You're here to get filled up and fired up and excited to go. And if you will go, he said, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. I'm an evangelist trapped in a pastor's body. But the Lord uses our small church to go and to see. I love doing the seeing. I don't want to just read about it. I want to see it. I don't want to just read about it and pray about it. I want to see it. I don't want to know what Smith Wigglesworth did another day of my life. I don't want to know. Brother Hagin said, what do you say? What do you do? What is it that you're doing? You're here now. Anybody glad you are here? Man, some of y'all look mad at me. Why are you mad at me? I don't even know you. Why you? There's nothing to get mad about. Here's the deal. Your whole family coming in. They see the works of the Lord, his wonders in the deep. What does the deep look like? Well, harvesting takes, harvesting actually takes equipment. There's no, see, they will give a $5 million loan to a farmer. All right, let's pray. Where's that at? Snooze, five minutes, amen. Snooze. We'll do a snooze one time. <laughs> I hit that a lot of time in the morning, don't you? <laughs> How many of you got more than one alarm set up and it looks like a list of them? <laughs> 614, 617, 619, 623. You're like, if I don't hear one of them, I'm, in a, I'm messed up, but I got to hear something. <laughs> Six. It's 815. And we're living in the last days, the last of the last days. And God called you into the kingdom for this season. You're in this church for a reason. You heard this message for a purpose. I go nowhere by accident, and I've never met anybody on accident, ever. I am here, and what the Lord told me this, here's, and I said it already, I'm not a teacher. I'm not a teacher. I didn't teach this. We kind of preached it. But here's the deal. Your net breaking boat sinking catch is in the, where is it at? Just everybody say it. You can't say I didn't tell you. Where's it at? You want to see the wondrous works of the Lord? He says, go into the Now, if you don't ever see God do anything, it's not his fault. If you don't ever see the net breaking boat sinking catch, it's not his fault. Here's the deal. People say, but it's over. It's never even fun to you out over your head. We love to splash around. You watch some people, they splashing in church. It's like... They splash in the shallow. But when you going to get out over your head? When you going out there where you can't stand up? That's where it gets fun at, right there. But we loved it. <laughs> Got our Bluetooth on, and we're just sitting there. Oh, the Lord is so good. He said, I want to show you something out there in the deep. There's a great catch. There's a great white out there. But he said this, too. What's in the deep? A great catch. I've heard people say, well, it's risky out there in the deep. It's risky to get over your head. No, it's not. 
There's no risk involved when there's a promise involved. Here's the deal. Quit lying to yourself. There is no risk in the deep. There's a great catch in the deep. He said there's a great catch. Why do you turn it into a risk? I've had people tell me. Uh, I went to Rama. We had a black baseball league and a white baseball league in Minden, Louisiana in, 20, in, two, in the year 2000. I come from where all that crazy stuff started. And I started preaching the gospel in high school, started going out into all the, and they, they come in Channel 3 News in Shreveport, Louisiana, come and did a story on my testimony. They're like, this guy's going crazy. He's preaching in high schools. I wasn't there to coach. Who cares if I can teach you to shoot like me? <laughs> hey, man, you ain't, who cares if I can teach you how to shoot a ball if you go to hell? Come on now. I don't, I'm not here to keep my day. And I heard people tell me, they said, we got separation of church and state over there where I'm from. I said, we do too. You know what you got to do? Ignore all that trash. When are we going to have some boldness to stand up and say, you know what? I am here to let you know God sent everything you've ever needed. We are incognito, hiding out Christians. I was all district basketball, baseball, and a high school football and a high school football quarterback. And I lived in a town with 87 churches in a town way smaller than Valdosta. You say you in the belt, uh, Bible belt? I was in the Bible belt buckle. <laughs> and nobody I know ever come and told me about Jesus. Wow. Right. Wasn't hiding out, wasn't a nerd in the corner, wasn't over there sitting by myself in the lunchroom was a party animal and run around and done all kinds. And then when I just got saved and started telling people, everybody thought I went crazy. Friends said, oh, my God, what are you doing, man? You used to carry a case of beer. Now you're bringing a Bible in the house. Yeah. They talked about me then. Now they call for prayer. Now they call for prayer. Yeah. In that town, nobody ever told me because everybody was hiding out. They had religion. They ran the church. They knew Bible study. They knew Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They knew Daniel and the lion's den. They knew how to go to church and splash in the shallow. But when you want to get real with God and say, I'm stepping out, you can't walk on water in the shallow. Anybody want to walk on water and do some stuff for King Jesus? You don't have long left, brother and sister. Can I just get real with you for a second? Time is about the thing that we have that's running out the most. Even if you live to be 100 years old, your life is a vapor. One more snooze. We're going to pray over you. Two more? I don't, no, I, I can't. Mark, he's, you're not the pastor. He is. Amen. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Amen. Watch this. Because I'm going I'm to ask you something. Have you been bold or have you been hiding out? Have you, your friends need to hear from you. And what I'm here to do is to stir up the gift of God that's on the inside. See, all of us, you all raised your hand. You're born again. Raise your hand again. Anybody want to be a world changer and not just a, a church sitter? Well, here's the deal. Here's what I like to go do when I go do these. We're not doing an altar call. You all said you're saved. This is not an outreach. We're not trying to get you born again. What I carry is the, I, Lord tells me this. He says, go in and anybody, if you would like to have more boldness in your life, raise your hand. 
Anybody would like to have more boldness in your life? Lift your hand up real fast, real fast. Praise the Lord. This is, it might take the snooze button. Everybody that has your hand up, stand up. Everybody that has your hand up, stand up. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're about to see something in the deep, and he's going to use you to do it. Amen. We're going to see God do some amazing stuff in the deep streets of Valdosta. Can anybody believe that with me real fast? Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. We trust you received a word from God. If you enjoyed this teaching, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes. By subscribing, you'll be sure to receive a new message every week as soon as they are made available. And if you'd like to learn more about Anchor Faith Church, you can stop by our website at anchorfaithbaldosta.com. There you'll find our locations and service times, ministries that are available for you and your family. You can even give financially in support of the ministry. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Anchor Faith Church podcast.